We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. And we are back. Pharrell on the bench. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty. And we have action here, Mafia. We have action. As the Ravens blocked the cold field goal by Blankenship. And they are on the move. They have a first and 10. Just under three minutes to go. 25-17 in cold territory. What a turn of events, Mafia. I can't believe it, man. That terrible job by that offensive lineman. Just gets bowled over right away, easy. The guy just walks right through him, puts someone on his butt, throws a hand up, gets the block. Great job by the you know the defense slash special teams of Baltimore, who we've been ragging on. We kept saying the defense doing nothing. Well, the special teams got their back there because it looked like it was going to go dead through. Blankenship got all that one, and it got blocked real quick. So good job by them to save their butts and keep them in this and give them a chance here with 240 left. Now we're going to see if uh, the death by a 1,000 paper cuts will get it done and they can tie this up. Or even you know if they tie this up, is there going to be too much time left? Can Carson Wentz have something in him? You come all the way back. You tie this up. They better win this football game. Uh, I mean, and first of all, they got to get in there first. As Lamar finds Hollywood, Hollywood's still going here. Just to about the 12. So first and 10 from the 12 for the Ravens here. I'm glad I'm still in this, Mavi, but I could just, it's like I can see any moment the death blow is going to come, whether it's missing the two. Or something like that. It's just, it seems too good to be true that the Ravens are going to come back and win this game from what, 25 9? Right? That was the low point, 25 9, they were down. Here we go. Oh. I mean, and Devonta Freeman is having so, what? How many balls has he caught in the second half, Mafia? Freeman in the mix here. Uh, now Williams is in. Let's go here, Mafia. Let's have a moment. Let's have a moment for the Ravens. Two minute warning. It's going to be really interesting, too, because, it, I mean, if you tease this down, it was, what, seven just before the game? Like, Yes. It's not just, you know, if you win, you know, people are winning. On, they can win on the teaser side. Well, no, actually, unless you tease it with some other game, obviously. But, you know, that you could win on the bet. You could win on the survivor. There, You know, the money line, obviously. There's a lot of stuff in play here. I mean, not as easy if you, uh, you know, just bet it straight up. Then, obviously, you're not winning at all unless they go to overtime. And somehow get the touchdown and the extra point if they tie it here. So, well, actually, Let's, that would just be a push, too. So, it's like, no matter what, there's really only certain people that could be happy about this. Listen, there's a lot of baby steps here. Let me, I just need, I just need him to win the game. All right. I want to stay in the dopey knockout pool for another week. And there may have been a small money line splash at plus 550 Mafia earlier in the second half. There may have been. Look at <laughs> so you. That'd be a nice bad. That'd be worth it. <laughs> Just, just want to see him win the game. Let's uh, well, leave with that. Well, at least I have that in my pocket. If it happens, the survivor pool will just be another sweat next week. But oh, come on, let's have a moment here. Let's have a moment. Uh, is there anything going on in the baseball game yet? Still scoreless, Mafia. Now in the fifth. Uh, Dodgers minus one fifty. Giants plus one twenty. In game total of four and a half. I'll tell you this, at least, you know, if they do get, you know, in a situation where they're, you know, they tied up here with the touchdown at two point, 
you know, you have a good chance of Tucker no matter where if you can get the ball back in some situations. It's not like, you know, yes. where we had Mason Crosby yesterday or, or McPherson or some of these other kickers, the kicker and then, you know, uh, the, the Chargers kicker where they're going to cost you a game. Like, that guy will win it for you. He will not cost it for you. So they right. got to feel confident they can somehow tie this up that they have a good chance no matter just, what if they put on the foot of their kicker. That's it. They just small baby steps right now. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates. Pharrell on the bench, Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty tonight. Sports Map, Sports Byline, the Mightier 1090, Sirius XM. Good to have you with us as we are watching the end of the Ravens and the Colts. High drama down in Baltimore, 25-17, two minutes to go. Ravens have a second and two from the about the five-yard line, it looks like, Mafia. They're on the five. They're down eight. They need the touchdown and the deuce. They just blocked a field goal. It is all happening and we have a lot of things uh, we are riding on with the Ravens here just to win this game. Forget the seven that they were laying before the game. Uh, that's out the window. We're looking for just straight-up winning, Mafia. That's it. And, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. but looking at you look back now at the plays that we are talking about before, these two-point conversions they attempted. You know, it'd be one more point here if Indy didn't attempt that. One more point. Oh, uh, Lamar. You know, the regular seven. He's down. He better be down. Oh, no. He better be down. The ref's pointing down. He, he scrambled out of some trouble, was trying to do it himself, was diving for the end zone. The ref immediately came in and was pointing down. And this is going to give them a first down, too. Let's confirm this, Moff. Oh, he's down. Well down at the yeah, two. So absolutely. we're going to get a first and goal from the two here. First That's and goal huge. from the two. So lucky they got that. What is that? What is that? Now, that was ugly. So now they move back three yards. Now it's second and goal from the five. I don't know what was happening there. Jeez. All right, Pharrell on the bench. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty. We're going to come back, see what happens here with the Ravens. They're inside the five against the Colts. We're going to start looking at some other stuff from the weekend as well. We've got the baseball happening too. Pharrell on the bench, Sports Grid Radio. We keep rolling after this. And we are back. Pharrell on the bench. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty on a Monday night. Watching Monday night football here on Sports Grid Radio. All right, Moff. So the Ravens have tied this football game. They get the touchdown. They get the two-point conversion. It is 25 all. The Colts already at midfield. Wentz tries a like a shovel pass. This is clearly an incomplete pass. I don't know what we're standing around waiting on. Okay, second and 10, 26 seconds to go. They're at about midfield after a, a long play to Paris Campbell to start the drive. Mafia, when you come all the way back, they're down 25-9, to nine and you tie this football game. You cannot lose this game now. The Raven D needs to step up and make a play here. They need to for sure. I mean, this is huge. You've gotten them back in this game. Well, not that the defense really did, but, you know, you got this opportunity. You can't give it up. You need to let this get in the overtime so you have your shot at it here. I mean, we got a flag. Let's see what that is. I was a little surprised they throw the flag holding on the last on, one. Holding on, holding on the Colts. All right, there you go. I thought they might have gotten the hit, you know, because the way they're calling the pass interference so much, I thought they might have gotten it because they, they hit the running back before the ball was near him. But oh. they let it go. We'll see how it happens here. This last uh, probably got maybe two more plays before, uh, yeah. you know, you have to kick it or just throw the Hail Mary. 18 seconds left now. As, let's see. Oh, yeah, clear hold. I mean – 
Campbell got held. He was he was going to get him, and then Wentz yeah, just chucked him. it up down the field. So yeah, second the and twenty now. Let's go here, Mafia. You like you just let's go. Let's get it here. Let's see what Wentz has. Little screen on the outside goes nowhere. So are they going to call a timeout, or are they just going to take it to overtime here? Oh, what is that? What is that? What what was that? Oh no! Did you just give him the fifteen yards, you idiot? I think he did. Certainly looked like he did. Look at this. Is this guy serious here? What is he doing, Mafia? What is this guy Young doing? That is going. It was over. They were going to overtime. It was over. What? <laughs> and look at Doyle dropping like he basically got shot. I he mean, got exactly it doesn't matter. What he was looking for. That's all he wanted. He wanted you to react, and you fed right into now, it, you idiot. They're not I, in field goal range yet. That's not going to put them in field goal range, but it's going to make them a hell of a lot closer for a chance with 13 seconds left to make one more throw and put themselves in field goal range. Two in there. You get quick throws? Well, look, you saw Doyle gave him the little business there. He pushed the head into the ground. Yeah. You got the retaliation oh penalty my here. God. Wanted him to react. He's like, all right, I'm going to take this guy off and see what and he does. Walk away. All right, the ball's on the Baltimore 45 now. What a swing of events. Now the ball's across midfield. I mean, you're right. Two timeouts. You can go over the middle here for 10 yards. What a loser. What an You can even try to fake loser. him out, run a little draw or something, try to see if you get an extra 10 yards up the middle of that as they're spread out wide. All right, 13 seconds left. Colts got it, first and 10. This would just be a sickening, come all the way back, and then to have this happen. And there it is, catches it, down to the 30. They should cut Young. They shouldn't even let him go back to the locker room, Mafia. They should cut that dude Young, just be finished with it. And now, of course, oh, yeah. these these kickers have been missing kicks all weekend, Mafia. What do you think is going to happen here with Blankenship? Oh, he's going to nail it. Because, you know, we were talking about in the break, at least if he missed that last field goal, maybe you have a little hesitancy in your head depending on where you get it to. I mean, he didn't miss it, so I think that worked in the Colts' favor. Like, they still have confidence in him. He's two for two, and it got blocked because of the lineman. He didn't kick it into the line. He didn't miss it badly. So they still feel good about him, and he's going to go out there and probably do his thing because everybody has the Ravens, right? Now, there's six seconds left. What what are they discussing here? Are they like are they going to get silly and try to what maybe put the ball somewhere that they that they want it? What are, what's the discussion to move between to the Reich and, between Reich and Wentz? Like what are you guys talking about now? They can't possibly be wanting to risk trying to get more yards. Now they have a timeout, but so many things yeah, can go wrong. Yeah, there's not enough time with that. Yeah, can't take that chance. I mean, right, right. He's sometimes he's not very smart. They're having like this big discussion on the side. Wentz oh, is almost confused. <laughs> I hope this guy misses. Wentz is going back out. So the ball's on the 30. So you're looking at a 47 yarder 47. right now. This is not worth the risk. Yarder. To make. I can't oh, wait to you... see what it is that they're going to try to do here with six seconds left. Why? The only thing I can imagine is they don't want the guy to kick from the left hash. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, Wentz is getting in the middle. 
I mean, a lot of things could have bad could have happened there. So he could have had a bad uh, snap. They, he could have fumbled it. They gained two yards. He can get hurt like he's been all year. That's just an unneeded risk to me. I mean, it might work out fine, but why take that chance? So we've had these kickers all weekend missing kicks. What happens here with Blankenship? Will he be another to the kicker graveyard here? No, he's going to nail this. I cannot this. believe this Baltimore defense allowed this to happen. They, this, that Lamar gets them all the way back to 25 up. And this moron young with that flag. Oh. So this guy's missed an extra point, and, he's, and he had the block. 47-yard attempt. Four seconds to go. Let's see him drive the stake here through all the Raven knockout picks right now. Oh, he's going to miss it, Mafia. That is wide left. It is wide left, Mafia. Oh, my God. Wide left. He missed it. What the heck was that? He missed it. Good thing he got to the middle of the field, right? Jeez. What did I got? You hey, know, I've always been in college, but in the NFL, <laughs> it's no better right now. This year that was, is just terrible. That was so far left. I don't care where they kicked it from. He wasn't going to make it. <laughs> he pushed that thing so far left. All right, Mavi, let's get Correct let's be honest now. Here. Obviously, you saw different, you know, than we did over those uprights. Look, they have now gotten in the last like 20 minutes of real time that we've been sitting here. They have gotten a blocked field goal that would have put the game on ice, would have given them a two-score lead. They have gotten the touchdown. They have gotten the two-point conversion. They have survived an absolutely moronic penalty by Young, and then they get another missed field goal. All of that has happened for the Ravens in the last 20 minutes of real time. They cannot possibly they cannot possibly lose this game, can they? After Depends all on who of gets that, the ball. The Colts get the ball. I will still say they win this game. You know what? It's here's the thing. Both these offenses are humming so much in the second half that you're right. Whoever gets the ball here is going to be so huge because, I mean, Lamar's got having a career night in terms of passing. Three ninety four through the air, career high. Second half brings them back from down twenty five nine. Do we possibly see a college style overtime here with the way as good as Tucker is, and that the Ravens way that they settle the for field goals the last possession? Well, they get a field goal from each side, and then it's you know whoever gets the touchdown next wins it. You got to end it right here. I your defense mafia has been so bad tonight. You cannot allow the Colts to get this football again. You got to take no, Lamar and do exactly what you did on those last two drives. You have to finish this game right here. Ravens on the live line mafia minus two fifteen because they're getting the right. Well, even on those touchdowns, he almost gave it back. Do we worry that he makes a big fumble here in some point during this drive? Yeah. All right, Pharrell on the bench, Carver High and Mafia. We have gotten our stumbled ourselves into an unbelievable game here on Monday Night Football. Uh, we didn't think that was going to happen through the first three quarters. Carver High and Mafia here with you, Sports Grid Radio. Pharrell on the bench. We'll come back and see what happens in overtime between the Ravens and the Colts. All right, and we're back. Pharrell on the bench. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty. He'll be back tomorrow on Coast to Coast and the bench right here on Sports Grid Radio. All right, Moff. Baltimore on the move here. Touchdown wins this football game. We are in overtime on Monday Night Football. 
a second and six for the Ravens from the Colt 44. Lamar, and I do not want to see the ball get put back, and there's a first down to Hollywood Brown. Hollywood makes a move, and he's to the 30. I Listen, Mafia, get me six points here. Get me in the end zone. Don't even put that awful, disgusting Raven defense back on the field here. End this game now. They got all nuts to me. Huh? It seems like they can't be stopped here. I mean, I don't know what Indianapolis is thinking. Their defensive coordinator might want to be looking for a new gig or at least, you know, someone give them a clue yeah, that, yeah, hey, maybe you guard Mark too. Andrews, 11 catches, 150 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns, and a two-point <laughs> conversion. Maybe you put somebody on the guy. They've been pretty bad, too. Uh, let's not, let's, I know that oh, I'm on the Ravens here, so I keep talking about how bad their D is, but the Colt D has, after especially being up 25-9, to nine, has put up an embarrassing effort themselves. Uh, so two minutes into the overtime, the Ravens are already inside the 25. They have a second down here, and Lamar's got one thing on his mind. He's over 400 yards passing tonight, Mafia. It is finish this game off. Frank Reich knows it. He's standing on the sideline. He knows what's coming. We even got the Lamar run. Now hold on to that football, Mafia. Like you said, he's a slippery finger sometimes, Lamar. Marquise Brown, too. Hollywood Brown was a couple times, uh, you know, the way he was running with that pole was worrying me. If you're a Ravens better, the way he had it, like, out in that arm. He had some good catches, some good moves, and then he, the way he holds it, I'm like, is he going to drop that? The only one I'm feeling confident right now having the ball in their hands is Mark Andrews. He doesn't seem like there's any chance he's going to fumble. But Brown no. and Lamar Jackson have both given you some, you know, worrisome uh, moments here in the last couple of possessions. Uh, let's go. They're now down to the 12. They're going to finish so... this off. Second down, second down here from the 12-yard line as we wait. See if the Ravens, Ravens minus 2,200 money line right now live. Minus 2,200. Come on, Mafia. Finish this off. A big night on the bench. Latavius Murray getting the big carries here as we have a first and goal. From the seven. Now here's the uh, double-sided question here. Is, it, is this them just trying to pound it in and finish it the way they like to? Or, you know, we know the accusations against them last week and they, they back and forth against Denver. Are they trying to get for that 100 yards to win this game? Did they have the 100? What do they got rushing? They they have, uh, the not so have it's 84, so I don't think there's going to be enough yeah, they yards can't get left it anyway. here. They can't get it anyway. Listen, I, I, this, this, trust me, Harbaugh's not thinking about that right now. He's got one thing on his mind. Definitely not. Six points. Uh, so it looks like a timeout here, Mafia, by the Colts. While that timeout, I do want to let you know that we do have a score in the baseball game uh, between the Giants and the Dodgers. one nothing Giants in the sixth. Evan Longoria, Mafia, turning back the clock with a home run, a solo shot to give the Giants a one nothing lead. Yeah, and the way that these two teams are going back and forth with the great pitching so far, I mean, I'm not going to say that's all that could be needed here, but there's a decent chance because right now, you know, Wood's already out, but they're doing well as a staff. The Giants not letting much up to the Dodgers at all, and the Dodgers and Scherzer have been dealing. So, I mean, this is going to be a tight game. It might break open late in it, but so far that's a big blow in a very, you know, highly contested game here, very important uh, tie-breaking scenario here. Scherzer still in the game. Five innings, nine Ks. The one run, of course, the solo homer to Longoria. Wood is out of the game for the Giants. He went four and two-thirds, four Ks, two hits, two walks. Only and five Rogers combined hits in this game. 
So they first and goal run for the Ravens goes nowhere. It was Latavius Murray right up the middle. Maybe he got a yard, maybe two. I don't think they're just going to be able to pound this football straight up the middle for the next three downs, Mafia. They're going to have to get a little bit more creative than that. A little bit. Yeah, especially with how you've been doing things. Why? I mean, I know obviously you don't want to, you know, throw it around and take a chance here deep in this territory. You want to be safer. You want to play, you know, the getting it in there, but also keeping possession. Like we were talking about with, you know, Lamar and Brown keeping the ball out, you know, in their arm further away from the body. But if you're just going to be run up the road and run up the middle, then that's going to be something they're going to anticipate. And then you might have to actually just go for the field goal. You don't want that. It's Hollywood oh, Mafia. There you go. It is Hollywood. And the Ravens win it. 31-25 in overtime. Down 25-9. to I can't believe Let's it. I'm go. looking to off my face here. Let's go, baby. Oh, what a night. I thought there was no chance. Night. And then the block field goal, the missed field goal. Jeez. Kicking in the NFL. Can't trust it at all. Wow. Unbelievable. The turn of events. And listen, this is just... Moff, say this about the NFL. They've had some wild primetime games this year. They have had some absolutely wild primetime games. And this was another one tonight. Yeah, Monday night has been awesome for them overall. I mean, even the game where, you know, week one, uh, week two, where the Packers blew out the Lions, it was close in the beginning, and then they pulled away. But some of these other games, you know, you had last week Chargers-Raiders, you had the Ravens in uh, week one against the, the Ra- Raiders there. I mean, there's been a bunch of games that have been really good for them. Thursday night's been eh for the most part, but Monday night's been clutch. Certainly has. Wow. What a stunning comeback for the Ravens and Mafia. Not that this matters, but I'm trust me, there's a lot of people like me. Stay alive in the knockout pool. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, After all my belly out, aching. After all the belly aching, we stay alive in the knockout pool. But a lot of people are still <laughs> going to be unhappy because they don't cover, right? No, still don't cover that seven. No, they didn't cover the seven, and that is uh, the last thing that I'm concerned about. I actually ended up doing what me and Dane talked about today too with the the teaser with the Ravens and the Bucks. So even that's a winner. Even that stays that's in for Thursday there. night. That's big if you <laughs> tease it down with that Thursday night game. Or if you tease it earlier with some of the games, you know, earlier in the week. I don't know, maybe we'll find out some of those big parlays, you know, parlay teasers that someone put out there through the Sunday into today that had this one, you know, knocked down a couple points and were able to, you know, to able to get it here otherwise I mean, it's huge the way it shifts the divisions, too, because we were talking about that when it was a big lead for Indy, what it can mean. Now Baltimore stays alone up top of their division, the AFC North, at 4-1. and one. So they'll have you know, a little cushion on the Bengals and the Browns and you know bigger cushion on the Steelers, obviously, with the slow start they had. And on the flip side, you know, now Tennessee's got a big gap. If you had Indy win this game, then they're just right behind them. And if they, you, know, you have Tennessee lose next week to Buffalo, maybe Indy can come up and tie that division up and the leadership and, and get back where people thought they'd be challenging this year. Now they're at the bottom of the barrel. They're the same record as the Texans. They're only one game better than the Jaguars. And that big Carson Wentz trade is looking really bad for their coach. So far it absolutely is, but they are lucky they play in that division because listen, you, you still have an opportunity Moff. You're only two games out in that division right now. And I think that's far from over. That's going to be a mess, I think, between the Titans and the Colts all year. The Colts did show you a little something tonight. They gave you a little offense. Now, 
other side of the coin here, Mafia, and this is tonight and now the first five games for the Ravens. Lamar's gotten better at, at throwing the football. He has. Oh, I know. The season's gotten better. He's, yeah. I saw your boy uh, Kate Evans put up that he's 5-0 and on the passing prop so far this year. He's gotten the over every game. He's He's been more accurate. He's, uh, listen, he's had to throw a little more. The Ravens have actually, we talked about crazy primetime games. Think about the games the Ravens have played so far this year, especially primetime. The Raider game, the Sunday Night Chief game, and then this game. Some wild games um, the Ravens have been involved with. And there's your boy, Blanket Chip. What a shame. What yeah, a shame. how mafia. teams can play them. It gives them another dynamic because when you had the situation where, you know, you had Lamar Jackson not being that accurate, where you couldn't really rely on him to do what he just did in this game and he's done other times this season, they're going to load the box. They're going to make you run say, okay, try to beat us over the top, and it wouldn't work because he couldn't hit guys. He'd miss them. Hollywood Brown couldn't hold on to the ball. He did. He had probably his best game as a pro today. I mean, these two guys are starting to connect and make it happen and give them what they, you know, had hoped for. Then you throw Andrews in the mix, who's, you know, looking like one of the premier tight ends the last couple games. It makes them a lot more dangerous. Now it doesn't matter if they get down. You know, before it was running the defense. So if you got down, if they were down double digits, you know, a game like tonight, they couldn't have come back because when you go run, 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 it eats up that clock and it doesn't get you the quick scores you need. They have this ability. It makes them way more dangerous in the AFC than they were in previous years. Certainly does. Certainly does. Four and one now. The Ravens atop the AFC North. Of course, with the Bengals losing three and two, Browns losing three and two, Steelers sitting at two and three. So the Ravens now, Mafia, having control of that division. And they also stay at the top of the conference. Bills, Chargers, Ravens all at four and one now. And I believe the Ravens play the Chargers this week, Mafia. That is a big game. Big game. Yeah, absolutely. Especially if the Chargers are going to, you know, possibly hold on to, you know, the lead that they hold in their division. You know, if we're seeing the struggles of the Raiders and the Chiefs at times and you want to be the top of that division, but you also want to be the one that's at home and maybe gets, you know, some buys or at least them having to come to your place. So this is a huge matchup instead of having to go to Baltimore late in the cold season. Big win for the Ravens on Monday Night Football. So we had so much fun with that, Mafia, that we've only got a few minutes left. We come back. we got to talk about this Wilder Fury fight, a little bit about the college football, a lot more to do. Pharrell on the bench on a Monday night. Crazy game won by the Ravens in overtime. Carver High and Mafia here with you for Scotty. He's back tomorrow. Sports Grid Radio. We come back after this. And we are back. Pharrell on the bench on a Monday night. Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty. He'll be back tomorrow on Coast to Coast and the bench right here on Sports Grid Radio. Epic win by the Ravens. Uh, geez. It was actually 22-3, Mafia. I know I keep saying 25-9. 22-3 was actually uh, the low watermark for the Ravens tonight uh, in the second half. And they come back and they win this football game. Just tremendous. Uh, Ravens Chargers next week in Baltimore, uh, one o'clock start. That is a big game. Two four and one teams in the AFC. So great, great job by the Ravens. Uh, Giants still one nothing Mafia in the sixth inning over the Dodgers. All right, we have had a lot of fun with this game tonight. We have some things we have not discussed. Wilder Fury on Saturday Night Mafia. First of all, I hope everybody ran to the window with the plays you gave on Coast to Coast on Friday because you hit several of them. 
both guys to get knocked down. Fury to get knocked down and win. Uh, Fury to win by knockout TKO. Mafia had them all rolling. And let me just start by saying I thought the fight was absolutely unbelievable. It was the best out of the three fights. Uh, Usually you don't get that in a trilogy. Usually the third fight can let you down, like kind of like a movie trilogy. But this one did not. Uh, Wilder didn't win the fight, Mafia, but I think that he definitely got his respect back from that awful performance in fight number two. Yeah, listen, I'm not going to sit here and act like I knew. Oh, I knew it was going to happen. I knew exactly how it was going to play out. Like a couple of those, I flat out said on the on the, the coast to coast that you know, yeah, we're going to have some fun with this because when you're looking at you know a situation where you're getting you know one to three odds, where you got like minus three hundred almost in order for you know the guy who was favored, it's not worth to really lay the big you know bucks there. You want to make some money, you got to do it other ways. And it worked out great for us that, you know, we laid out those prop bets and all five of them hit. And, you know, four of the five, I think, were all plus money. And, you know, I I don't know about you, but they even had on FanDuel on Saturday night that I threw, you know, a couple bucks on. I wish I threw more bucks on, obviously, after it came through was that uh, I think it was like plus 980 for both guys to get knocked down and Fury to win. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, let's take a chance on that. And that came through, and I'm like, oh, I was kicking myself the next morning. I didn't throw more on it. But, I mean, it was incredible. It was a great fight. It was everything you want a heavyweight fight to be. You know, with boxing, a lot of what we've seen over the last 10, 15 years is there's some guys that obviously put guys on their butts. You know, there are some. But there's a lot of one-sided fights and one-sided dominations. You know, the, the era of Floyd Mayweather where he would just pick guys apart. There's a lot of defensive fighting, a lot of point fighting. There are not a lot of situations, you know, where you have old school back and forth, two guys just battling and brawling and getting knocked down and getting back up and not giving up and going back and doing the same to the other guy. And that's what that is. I mean, that that was not just the, the best fight of this year. That's the best fight of, you know, probably the last five years to me. And an instant classic in that, you know, loaded division. We have so many that we look at that division, you know, with a lot of, you know, Tyson fights, you know, all the Holyfield fights, Riddick Bowe, you know, some of the things those guys have put on over the last, you know, 40, 50 years that have been labeled as, you know, classic fights. This might be up there with them. And I agree with you that Wilder showed something that we didn't see, for, especially in the beginning of that fight. You know, he had a lot of heart. He came out boxing. That's been my biggest gripe with Wilder his whole career is that he had so much power in that right hand, he never learned to be an all-around fighter. He never played any defense. He never slipped, you know, punches. He never actually boxed. He just let you do whatever you want to do, and then all of a sudden threw a big right hand and knocked you down. No, me and Scott saw that firsthand when we watched him fight Ortiz the second time. We saw that when we watched him fight Wilder the first time. Like, that's all he sits on was that right hand. So this one, he actually did shake things up at, you know, 35 years old, late in his career. He was hitting him in the body. He was showing a jab. He was doing things he should have been doing his whole career. But then all of a sudden... You know, a couple of big shots from Fury, and you saw him be tired early in that fight. It, it wasn't like, oh, in the 11th he was tired. You saw probably by the 5th or the 6th round, he looked like it was hard, and he was laboring, you know, with Fury laying on him and taking those big shots. And he was still landing. He was still making Fury worry, but he got gassed. And Fury, who was, you know, a lot of people say fat and out of shape, and look at it like Scott liked to point out, this guy looks like he has pillows on his back. He was fine the whole way. He didn't lose his breath once. And you saw it in those later rounds when he just put on a clinic pummeling him. I was really surprised how long Wilder lasted, Moff. Uh, it, it seemed like there was a couple of moments there that they probably could have stopped the fight. Like, there, you know, he was super woozy. The bell saved him a couple of times. 
I don't know how he was still throwing the bombs he was throwing. Like it seemed like he'd be, he'd, he'd look like he was about to go down and he'd hit Fury with something pretty good. It might have been like the only one he was connecting there in those last two or three rounds, but he was still standing and still throwing with a little bit of power. Um, I, I think that the third fight really did. I, I think it, it helped the legacy clearly. But not shot the first two, two fighters did it, it. It did, and it. Because, look, we know the first fight ended in some controversy. The second fight was such an embarrassment, and then you had all the excuses for 18 months after it that for them to finish it like this, and listen, they don't need to fight each other anymore. We we know that. Uh, the book's closed on Wilder and Fury. Uh, but it was a very good final chapter. It was worth it to the fans, and I know a lot of people probably weren't into it. They were like, hey, I can't watch these guys fight again. Well, if you did stick around for it, you got treated to an absolute classic. Fight was that good. It, it, yeah, that one was absolutely worth it, uh, as opposed to the other two, which the first one was. The first one was a great fight. The second one wasn't. And I think yeah. maybe the, the talk of, because Wilder complained you know, up and down about everything in that second fight, and you know, one of the things was he, he felt they stopped it too early, that he, you know, his corner shouldn't have stopped it, which was wrong. He was getting pummeled. They needed to stop it. They were protecting him. That's their job. But you know, maybe that's why they, it seemed like the ref let it go a little bit more than it probably should have or in the same you know regard it wasn't just him you know when fury got knocked down the double knockdown in in the fourth those were some long counts now he was fine it wasn't like you know he really needed that extra time to get up and ready, be ready to go the guy still had you know no problem getting ready to fight but they slowed down a little bit and part of that i think was also you know wilder's fault because at one of them you know you hear the ref as he's counting he's like turns and yells at him to get back to his corner and then picks up the count. Doesn't add like the two or three seconds that he's yelling at Wilder to the count. He just picks it up from there. So, you know, both guys got a little bit of leeway. And, you know, one thing that disappoints me is that for such a good fight, you know, it's going to have that black mark on it still because, you know, I completely believe Fury that Wilder, you know, acted like a jerk after the fight. And, you know, that's one thing that I respect the most about you know, some of these great fights that you have is that there's a lot of vitriol, there's a lot of smack talk in this game because it's about promoting yourself, whether it's about MMA or boxing, it's, you know, good versus evil, or, you know, this guy hates that guy, you know, the, the, the blood feud type of thing. Because if it's two guys that are nice and respectful and like each other and just want to, you know, beat the other one, no one cares, no one wants to buy it. They need that extra juice. But after you see a, a brawl like that, a battle, just an all-out, you know, war in between two warriors, after it, usually, you know, you see the guys hug it out. You see them respect each other. That if Wilder still didn't show that respect, that's just disappointing and so childish from a guy who's so late in his career. He's 35 years old. This isn't some yeah. kid who needs to grow up. Come on. Yeah, and Fury sounded like he wanted to, you know, bury the hatchet afterwards. You know, you, you have a – they had a couple years uh, where they clearly hated each other. They had three unbelievable fights, and Fury basically wanted to put the little bow on it at the end and say, hey, I respect you. You know, these were great fights, and Wilder, I guess, did not want to uh, do the same as uh, he got up and out of there afterwards. No embrace, uh, no talking to the, the in the ring to the media, no, none of that stuff. So, uh, hey, it is what it is. And uh, now maybe – now you know what? And, and we talked about this for years, Mafia, me, you, and Scotty. For years we said Wilder will probably eventually fight Joshua and nobody's going to care. Well, that's what's going to happen now. Uh, now Wilder and Joshua, they both – They've both lost a bunch of fights, and now is when they'll probably get together and fight when when it's not going to matter. 
If they do, it's going to have to wait a little bit because Joshua exercises clause against Usyk on Saturday. So he's getting his rematch right. the same way Wilder did. So if it becomes, you know, if somehow Wilder fights Joshua, it's going to be that he loses the rematch. And then it really right. has no luster whatsoever with Wilder coming off, you know, two uh, two losses and three fights against Fury. And Joshua have back-to-back defeats plus the, you know, the loss to Ruiz the first time around. That'll be very disappointing because both ways it had, you know, some excitement, whether it was a couple of years ago and it was Joshua and Wilder, people were ramped about it. Now that's lost it. Whether it was oh, last year yeah. and it was Fury and Joshua after Joshua, you know, regained his belts, now it's lost wow. it. So it's like, well, where does Fury go right now? That's... Even if Usyk wins, people aren't going to be excited about that. No offense to Usyk, no. he's a great fighter. No, 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 but no. he's a, you know, cruiser rate that's moved up and it's going to be interesting because that's two, you know, boxing type heavyweights as opposed to brawlers. So who knows what that's going to be like. Well, you, I, I guess the one thing that's pretty clear is that if Joshua does beat Usyk the next time and gets his straps back, he's going to fight Fury. Uh, I mean, which was supposed to be the fight before this, the Wilder right. clause was was had. How much done, loss so. there is there when this guy's lost his belts twice? Right, but there's nobody else for him to fight. Right. I mean, there's just there's nobody else. So if Joshua does end up, even though Joshua's now taking a couple of hits against Ruiz and Usyk, if he gets the belts back, you know, Fury's they're going to want to try to just put every belt on Fury. You know, just try to get have him have them all. So he'll have to fight Joshua then. Yeah, and then what do you what do you Mike rank Fury now? You know, after this, now obviously there's gonna be more yeah. fights in his career. We'll see, but I mean, this guy's undefeated. This guy, you know, to me, yeah. he's one of the greatest heavyweights ever, and a lot of people don't give him that respect. But you got it the way that he has gone through that division without losing, beating guys like Klitschko, now Wilder. You know, if he goes through Joshua, if Joshua wins his belts back and he beats him and unifies all the titles. You gotta give this guy the respect that he deserves, and don't even forget that you know that long stretch of his career that. He wasn't even there because of, you know, three years that he was off, you know, dealing with his mental health. So this yeah. guy's not only bowed in the ring, he's bowed outside of it and come out unblemished. Yeah, no, it, it's true. And I did, they were kind of talking about that on the fight after it was over, you know, Brian Kenny and, uh, and Lennox Lewis and Ward were there and they were kind of talking about the legacy aspect of it. And yeah, I mean, the guy's got to be in the conversation. I think that the detractors mafia will say, well, you know, in the time that he's been around, there hasn't been quality heavyweights for him to fight like the guys in the past had to do, like Lennox Lewis had to do, like Tyson had to do, etc. Hasn't been quality heavyweights. But you said it. He's undefeated. I mean, it is what it is. Everybody that they've put in front of him, he's beaten. So that says that's got to say something, whether you like it or not. Uh, that's just how that it is. So a great fight. You can't say there's been oh, nobody. They talked about how Wilder's one of the greatest punchers ever, right? They talked about yeah. the Klitschko's like they were, you know, God's gift to the heavyweight division. Tough. Like no one could beat them, right? Tough, Tough night for uh, the state of Alabama on Saturday, Mafia. You had Wilder going down oh, yeah. and the Crimson Tide, all both losing within a span of, uh, you know, 45 minutes. And, and there was, <laughs> there was, when there was that delay uh, with the glove nonsense or whatever was going on, I saw some people tweeting that uh, Wilder just wanted to watch the end of the Alabama game. That's all that was. <laughs> it was a little game and ship. He wanted to see if Alabama was going to beat Texas A&M, which they did not. Jeez, uh, I cannot believe that kid Calzone had the game that he had, Mafia. I cannot believe that that kid, the way that he played the three weeks before, beat Alabama. I don't care where the game was. I was stunned at how Calzone played. Stunned. <laughs> Yeah, the week before you lose it. to Mississippi State, who can't beat anybody at oh. home, and then you somehow beat Alabama. That's ridiculous. 
Unreal. Uh, Pharrell on the bench, Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid Radio. We will come back and wrap it up. Fun night here on the bench. All right, and we're back. Pharrell on the bench, Carver High and Mafia in for Scotty. He will be back tomorrow. Right here on the bench and, of course, on Coast to Coast in the afternoon, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Really fun Monday night game tonight between the Ravens and the Colts. A lot more fun when you get to cash the ticket at the end and you got the Ravens on the money line plus 550 and you stay in the knockout pool mafia. Those are always good things uh, to have on a Monday night football game. We had the Rays are eliminated. The Red Sox move on. And the Giants currently uh, holding on to the 1-0 lead against the Dodgers uh, late night mafia. Yeah, it was a hell of a night, Mike. I mean, if you got uh, that one of those cards on those Ravens, I don't know how you go to sleep right now. You got to be so amped up. That comeback was incredible. If you're a Ravens fan, I mean, I wouldn't be sleeping for three hours. I cannot believe that. I had no faith in them whatsoever, especially the way the defense was just getting rolled. But the special teams comes up with one big play, and Blankenship helps them out himself, and they end up winning yep. the game. Wild, wild game for the Ravens to win. Uh, so Scotty back tomorrow, and you know what else is back tomorrow, Mafia? Hockey, the doubleheader, Penguins, Lightning, Vegas, and the Kraken. Uh, We'll talk some hockey tomorrow as it is opening night. Got a little sheet of integrity that I got to put out as well. Put that out on Twitter for some some futures. Mafia, fun as always. I think we get to do it again in like a week or two, so I'll see you then. Pharrell on the bench, Carver High, Mafia, Scotty back tomorrow right here at Sports Grid Radio. Have a good night.